Okay, are, are you gonna are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do the are you gonna do the thing? Hello. I thought gotta, I thought you were walking in. What do you mean? I th- you said that you wanted to do it. You you told me you wanted to do it. <laughs> but, then, but then you said t- but then you said no. That's not that's not the ideal plan. Well, I, I, I should do the thing and then I follow up on you. Well, no, it's, but I mean, it's like, like you know Kobe Ryan and Shaq, where you give me the layup and then I got to slam dunk it. Hey, Justin, I, I, how's it going, buddy? Hey, what's up? It's it's uh, it's been a week of sorts. It, it has it has been a week. So uh, are you uh, you ready for the spoiler cast? I'm excited. Wait, what do you mean spoiler cast? Wait, wait, what do you mean? What do I mean? It's a spoiler cast. It's, I mean, it's just you and me this week, so. I mean, yes. However, this, this was not supposed to happen this way. More importantly, when did we skip to a spoiler cast? It's not for like another six weeks or so. Well, I mean, I, that's why I was confused. I mean, I, I remember Jordy texted me and said, yeah, we're going to do another spoiler cast this week. So he told me to bring all these... Uh, all these spoiled goods. I got a bunch of milk, uh, a bunch of rotten apples. Um, it, for for whatever reason, he was like, "Yeah, you need to bring a bunch of spoiled food. It's it's all for uh, it's for a bit later. Don't worry." Um, so I, I, I want to say that Jordy pranked you, but I feel like I'm surely the victim here because spoiled milk. Well, I mean, he he just told me, wait, wait. So so we're not. Do- wait, wait, hold on. I, I, I I've come back to earth. So we're not doing a spoiler cast this week. No, 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 no. Wait, what what are we doing this week? I'm so confused. Uh, we are doing the thing we should have done a couple days ago before Christian got punched in his throat and then Devin just was Devin, which is uh, discuss episodes 595 to 598. Huh. I mean, I, okay. I mean, I did watch those episodes. Um, hmm. well, uh, what am I going to do with all this milk though? Please throw it out. Do anything with it. Just get it out of here. I, I can't, I can't do that, Justin. I, I swear I, can't I can see food. it making milk curds, please. Justin, I, I need you to drink the milk. Brother, it's growing green. I, Justin, just I, all I need you to do is just think of your Lord and Savior Zorro and just chalk it down. I <laughs> okay, we didn't need the noises. You, we can do without the sound effects. <laughs> and I can do without milk curds forming in the corner of the room. I just, come on, buddy. You can do it. Come on. I, just, I definitely can't. Just a, just a little sip. Just a little sip. We need a sip. Get that away from me. Just a little, little sip, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll come back to that one. We'll come back to that one. All right. Well, uh, okay, fine. Then we'll uh, coming. We're here for uh, it's just me and Justin this week, then uh, episode 595 to 598. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, jokes on me. We're not doing a spoiler cast, but uh, maybe the joke will be on Justin by the end of this uh, recording session. So, uh, Justin, <laughs> uh, do you want to do the summary or do you want me to do the summary, my guy? I can't breathe. You're fine. Okay. I'll do the summary. Uh, let's start our summary off. With what went down with Zoro's group, we see the boys walking toward the lake with big knots on their heads as we learn about the Yeti Cool Brothers assassination attempt. Soon after, the group go back to looking for Kinemon and quite literally stumble upon him, frozen in snow. Kinemon deciphers that his torso has fallen into the lake, and so the boys make their way over to it. As they arrive, they notice the mountainous Smiley launching pieces of himself across the lake. Some of those pieces are falling into the lake, however, and are slowly poisoning the whole thing. Sanji acts quickly and retrieves Kinemon's torso. When he resurfaces, him and the rest of the group are surrounded by a bunch of sentient smiley spawns. Thankfully, Foxfire Kinemon makes quick work of them, and they all make their way to find Momonosuke. Outside the main laboratory's front door, Luffy, Robin, and Frankie arrive in the middle of the Navy's skirmish with the centaurs. Surprisingly enough, Caesar Clown has also made his appearance. Naturally, Luffy charges head-on toward Master, and while Caesar seems to pose a formidable threat, Luffy just seems to always grab the upper hand somehow. While Luffy has him by the scruff, he asks his crewmates to find something to store our gassy fellow in. 
In that moment of hubris, Caesar manages to knock Luffy down without even lifting a finger. And not just him, but Robin, Frankie, Tashigi, and Smoker as well. Meanwhile, inside the lab, Chopper managed to sneak into Caesar's room while Law has a run-in with a familiar face named Vertigo. Who is this man with a stake on his face and possession of Law's heart? Not romantically speaking. He's literally holding Law's heart. Squeezing it even, it's kind of gross. We don't know, but maybe we'll find out next week. Stay tuned. Well, uh, this is the part where we go like, uh, hey, how'd you guys enjoy the episodes? Like, what do you, what do you, you guys have any questions? What's going on? And we can't really do that this nope. week. Nope. <laughs> so in light of that, uh, Justin, I think what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to shut my brain off. I am going to pull a Zorro and purge my memory of anything that happens in the future and uh, just start throwing shit at a dartboard. Do, can, can, can I do that? Will you, will you allow me this, this opportunity? I don't know what that means, but anything for content. Right. So I think, I think, I want to start with this Virgo guy. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about this guy. I don't know why he's got lost heart. I don't really know what his bamboo shoot thing is all about. But that stake on his face. <clears throat> I think this man must clearly have the steak steak fruit. He's got to be a paramecia. <laughs> I mean, on, like, what, what else would it be? Like, why the hell is this guy got a stupid freaking ribeye strapped to his cheek like that? All right. <laughs> I feel like you're focused too much on the steak and not focused enough like on the, the face. It's the most prominent aesthetic of this motherfucker. <laughs> like, what it's else an accessory, is it supposed to be? All right. It's not him. All right. It's, it's an, an accessory. accessory. What are you talking about? What kind of motherfucker walks up with a steak as an accessory? <laughs> Someone who's innovative, clearly. All right. Right. Uh, clearly a visionary, of course. Mm-hmm, how how mm-hmm, silly mm-hmm. of me. See, see, you're thinking you're focusing too much on the stake and letting it, you know, influence you to to the wrong direction. Let's okay, focus so you, so less you on think, steak. You think the and, steak's a MacGuffin. All right. So then what do you what do you think this guy's this guy's deal is? The the, the real the 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 you got to look in the background and that's the face. All right. And what's his okay. face doing? It's clinging on to things for dear life. For what reason? Okay. We don't know. But what I'm thinking is he's got to have some like like glue glue fruit or like sticky sticky fruit mm. like he is just like a like like the the lint roller that you get for like your suits when there's just too much stuff going <laughs> or dog hair that's that's what he is he might be the lint roller man all right that's all that's what that's all i'm working with lint, here he's the lint lint fruit the lint brush user <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 he ate mm-hmm. the lint lint fruit became a lint brush human <laughs> yep, yep 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 wait a minute hold on i think i think you're onto something okay you're right you know one piece is notorious for this after all it, it, Oda likes to put these like extreme red herrings front and center to distract us from what's really going on under the hood. So actually, I like where your head's at. We could even give him like a cool power. Like maybe he's got like the static static fruit or something like a, like an offshoot of Eneru. Maybe he's got like the Paramecia style of Eneru or something like that. Maybe that's why shit yeah. sticks to him. But fuck all that noise. I want him to be a lint brush human. <laughs> <laughs> See, it, that it, sounds great. The more I think about it is, well, the only thing I, so from what I remember, I believe the only exposed skin he had was his face. He's covered completely head to toe, you know, trench coat, gloves, boots, all the, all the nine yards, right? So it would stand to reason that his skin is the, you know, the only thing that like once he makes contact with things, it just grabs on and never lets go, right? God, so what you're describing to me sounds like this guy clearly is just flypaper, like yes, his skin is just ex- flypaper. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, wow. Mm-hmm. What a miserable existence that would be. I really hope he can turn that off. 
that if he can't turn that off, I don't I don't know what I would do with myself. Imagine you're just like hanging out and all of a sudden like a mosquito, you know, jumps onto your face or onto your arm. And not only is it, you know, stuck to you constantly just bothering you, you can't even get it off without like watching it. You got to go to the, the bathroom or whatever to deal with that. Ugh. That sounds terrible. I would hate Surely that. Surely <laughs> he has some type of control as a seemingly adult man in before he's Japanese high school age boy. Anyway. Uh, and before he's a, he's a high school... You listen, think man, if a, you want to tell me he's just boy? the same age as Jotaro Kujo, I'd, I'd have to believe you because there's just precedent for this, unfortunately. But not the point. But the point is here... Bro, you are, uh, you are I, jumping animes. You, you, know, you know I don't know anything other than One Piece. You got, you got to stick to what I'm... You got to ground me here, okay? <laughs> uh, you know, just imagine Zoro just like uh-huh. twice the muscle mass from... Right. Actually, no, 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 no. That, that, I'm thinking of pre-time skip, post-time skip. See, okay, think Curran Zoro, just knock him down to high school age. Okay. And that's, and that's yeah, that's about it. That's like the the, the thread, the, the um, not the stereotype, what's the word I'm looking for? The trope. Yes, that is the trope that is often present so, in other animes. So like, maybe like, maybe like Zoro pre-time skip, like literally just, just pre-time skip Zoro then? See, but like, <laughs> He would have yeah. double the muscle definition, and then they would tell ah, you he's thirteen. Ah. So, so you're you're saying age wise pre time skip Zoro, but with the with the cut of post time skip Zoro. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Ah, I got you, got you. Okay, no, that this, is this, the trope that is present primarily in JoJo as the greatest offender, as far as my knowledge goes, but also just universally everywhere else, right? Um, well, I mean, anime just kind of be doing that, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I was thinking, you know, Virgo first gets his uh, our, our presumed headcanon devil fruit hero of, you know, uh, fly trap paper. Uh, and, you nope, know, lit, lit, that man I want, is I want just limp brush. Limp brush. Continue, continue, I'm so bad. sorry. You know, he was having a bad time when he first unlocked that power or whatever, because he's like, let's say, you know, he gets something on his uh, forearm. He's like, oh, you know, something stuck to me. And then he grabs it with his left hand. And now it's stuck in his left hand. So then he takes his mm-hmm, right hand, mm-hmm. try and remove it, but then it's stuck in his right. And now he's just in a perpetual state of just stuck. Now I'm just imagining like every Lo- Looney Tunes bit where they do this exact gag where <laughs> they get like stuck in glue or tar or something. And they're just constantly trying to remove the things that are getting stuck to them. But it doesn't matter because as soon as you try to pull something away, you just get it stuck somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, what is, this is a sad existence. I'd be very upset if I had this power. <laughs> <laughs> Surely he's moved oh, beyond man. this, though. He's so much. He, he's got a better quality of life. Surely, I cannot wait to put. I, I don't even care what happens next, even if this isn't his devil fruit. I want this as a career day in the future. This is <laughs> this is a bona fide, uh, promised devil fruit. As far as I am concerned, we will be <laughs> career daying the lint lint fruit, uh, also known as what turns you into a lint brush human. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, all right. Well, it can't be all uh, bad. Like he's got a snake on his face. He's just, he he's got like he's not a pocket dimension, but like he's just kind of <laughs> just a pocket. Are are you suggesting like he he's got through his his power he's got the ability to just like you know he's got an, a, a bag of holding, but like physically on the skin maybe. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah, but like you know until he runs out of space or something. <laughs> This is not infinite, but he's got, he's he's got a lot more room than the average person. Sure. Okay. Yeah. He he has access to the surface areas that are his skin. So therefore, by extension, he could, in theory, just you know mess around and you know store some stuff. Uh, not not that it seems like he needs a whole lot. You know, he's just kind of big chilling with his jacket and a a bamboo stick for whatever reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and the law is having a really bad day. Yeah, his heart's uh 
What? What the hell is going? So you? So he gave his heart, presumably, to this guy? I guess. Well, like you could one. It, it would be a reasonable, reasonable assumption to assume that he like knocked his own heart out. But like, I just don't see the reason behind that. So I'm thinking like somebody else must have done it to him, and then later down the line, somehow that previous up up fruit user, you know, deceased, and whoa, then the fruit whoa, whoa, ended up whoa, in his whoa. possession. Okay, so hold on. Okay, so you're saying, okay, hold on, you just blew my mind. You're saying Laud never had his heart, essentially. You're saying his heart was always lost, and that the no, previous user of his devil always, fruit did this. Just definitely before he obtained his current devil fruit. Like, the previous user had to have put him in that state, and then by some means or another, he gained the op-op fruit himself because the previous user, you know, deceased or whatever, right? What the hell? Because I see Holy no reason... Shit. To just be like, ha, ha, look at this. I can knock my own heart out. Like, why the fuck would you do that? Right. Like, that's my question is like, okay, so unless there's a new MacGuffin, which this guy might be the next MacGuffin for all I fucking know. Uh, <laughs> unless there is a new MacGuffin, we have no reason to believe that anybody else has this power. So it has to have come from law. But I, I kind of like where your head's at. So you're suggesting that maybe, yeah, maybe this goes into like part of the reason why he's on this island, like dicking around. So you suggest that maybe before Law had gotten this power, he maybe was shacked up, maybe, with somebody mm. with the power? Mm -hmm. But then why would they do that? To, okay, so maybe he was, like, fighting him or something, and then, mm -hmm, like, this mm -hmm. happened. Or Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by happenstance, he was like, hey, this is a pretty cool devil fruit. Uh, this is my devil fruit now. Uh, and now he's, like, been... <laughs> do you think he's just been searching for his heart this whole time? Is that what he's been on the island to find? You know what? Maybe. <laughs> Also, I mean, honestly, everything we've suggested based off my one sentence sounds really cool and plausible. I want to scrap all of that and go back to Vergo. What I'm thinking okay. here is Vergo's, you know, uh, litlent fruit has got right. some extreme suction. All right. My okay. man literally just ripped the heart out of law. He put he put his hand on law's chest and was just like, hey, you, you have a heart here, right? It's mine now. <laughs> it mm -hmm, just comes mm -hmm, out mm -hmm. the same way. I, I don't know about that one, Chief. That I feel has like that way one... less mental hoops to jump through, is what I'm saying. All right. Well, right. But I, I kind of like how in-depth the other one was, though. <laughs> so I kind of, I choose to embrace it. Yeah, Does but I'm trying sense? to be right at the end of the day. So Virgo just seems like the more plausible, you know, threat to roll down. Okay, but I, I feel like that there's no... I don't know if this feels more right because at the end, okay, we at, still saw Law like catch up with Varigo. Clearly, they know each other from some past, mm -hmm. but it did seem like genuinely this is the first time that he has seen Virgo, at least on this side. Oh, unless you're wait, wait, are you still saying the same thing? Like maybe back before Punk Hazard, like uh, mm -hmm. you know, Virgo like jacked the heart out of mm -hmm, Law's body mm -hmm, or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, uh, I don't know, dude. I mean, I I like it. I like where your head's at. All right. <laughs> I mean, I like I like merging our our characters here, the mm -hmm. power. But uh, I guess I would imagine it feels like a a real weird like narrative choice to have like two powers do this heart bit, don't you think? I mean, we already have smoke, smoke man and gas, gas man. And for all intents and purposes, they're like not that divergent from each other. Holy shit. Hold on. You're onto something. Wait a minute. There's precedent. Maybe maybe this entire arc is just mirror matchups. <laughs> <laughs> when do we get Wait. the OK, hold on. There's gum gum fruit, which is he's a rubber boy. What's what, what what's what's the uh, like similar but same 
uh, uh, maybe, maybe it was was it swamp swamp maybe because it's oh god it's, i hope not <laughs> i don't think it's swamp swamp uh, uh uh okay what's uh, what's also chewy like gum uh um uh, gum <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like is there an actual gum gum man he's just no wait a minute no no hear me out hear me out hear me out it's it is uh, the power to use like to be gum <laughs> like it is a logia for gum but it's called the rubber rubber fruit <laughs> So you got the rubber man that's called the gum gum fruit, and you got mm-hmm. the gum man who's called the rubber rubber fruit. Mm, okay, I see what you're working with. This is also way better because I thought you were going to hit me with um some Hunter Hunter reference and be like, okay, they call him the gum gum man, but he's really got the power of bungee. Of bungee. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute. I like. No, no, hold on. I like this. So we've got Law and Virgo. Who? Okay. So if we assume that Virgo is the the lint trap uh, user. The mm-hmm. Lindley user, if you will, uh, he can just kind of like pull body parts away, similarly to Law, but he's not restricted by a room. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we got Smoker versus uh, Caesar, and then you know, honestly, now I think about it, I don't think there's going to be a new motherfucker that shows up with the 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 rubber rubber fruit, also known as the the gum man. I bet Luffy's just going to fight the slime thing. That actually makes a lot more sense. You know what I mean? Like being in like the I don't know. I, I just feel That's like gum. Gum versus slime feels somewhat on brand, don't you think? Maybe. I feel like that's more fitting for uh, caribou because like swamp swamp is like slime adjacent. Well, that's kind of why I was like immediately going into like, I feel like the opposite of rubber would be something that just like is not stretchy or hard, but maybe the opposite of rubber is just metal and I'm a fool. (laughs) Mm. Hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, I I constantly forget this guy's name and I hate it. Um, the guy from Skypea that beat up Luffy at the bar before he ran to Blackbeard. That oh, that's Bellamy. Bellamy, right? Guy with the spring, spring fruit. Sure, sure. What if Bellamy shows just up? stretched out a little bit? Like, yeah, b- yeah. Before his spring, spring fruit seemed just like I jump good and fast. Like there wasn't like an elastic element to him the way like a like I associate the spring, spring fruit as being like slinky adjacent. Where if he wanted to, he could really just kind of like get a little bit more loose and and nimble, but still have you know enough of that retraction force to just be like, yeah, I. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think of that 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 slinky dog from Toy Story. Like, what if, you know, Bellamy worked on his power a little bit and now he can essentially like emulate Luffy's power? Yes. I'm, I'm seeing I, parallels here. That's what I'm working I, on. No, no, I I I'm I'm on I'm on this thread. Actually, I, I really like where your head's at. I if Luffy versus Smiley is not like Luffy's bad in this arc, because now I kind of feel like we're setting small precedents where it's gonna be Law versus this Virgo guy. Smoker versus Caesar, just because thematically their powers match up. Mm-hmm. And then if it's not going to be Luffy versus Smiley, I sort of feel like if maybe we just like throw a real hair, Hail Mary and fucking Bellamy comes out of nowhere and then they redo their fight or something. Maybe Bellamy's picked up a, a new bag of tricks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. last time we saw him, he got iced by uh, Dolph Flamingo or whatever. But like, we all know, like nobody ever fucking no one ever dies. stays dead. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like let's let let's be real. So anyway, Bellamy's back on the table. Is all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, no, I I I I like this. Okay, all right. Well, you know, Justin, thank you. I I appreciate the fact that we can still cook some some theories. We with, can still cook we, some theories, even with our abundance of knowledge that may or may not actually mean anything at the end of the day. Oh, you have knowledge? No, I don't have knowledge. I I like I said, I I, I purged all of it from my memory. I allegedly have knowledge. I don't I, I just forget so much that I don't know what's like actual memory and just fever, th- fever dream imagination. 
I always said that I wanted the ability to uh, forget the series so that I could restart it. Well, I've done it. I've I found it. I've <laughs> learned found- the <laughs> I've, I've learned the ability. Now I can finally watch the rest of this series like everybody else. <laughs> he has found the factory reset button. We've done it. I found I am, it. Yes, I am the the holder of all knowledge except. I remember almost none of my knowledge. So really, the entire landscape of our podcast has completely shifted where it's just four people watching One Piece for the first time. There is no longer <laughs> yeah. a split party. There's no, there's no, there are no people who know what comes next. There are only people who uh, are uh, living in the moment. <laughs> living in the moment. Absolutely. Well, uh, well, OK, so I feel like we talked a lot about Virgo. So it, oh, th- that was a little bit later in, in the episodes, to be fair. You know, Law, Law was um, he was hanging out with Chopper uh, for whatever reason, him and Chopper were like, OK, well, we'll just I'll just or Law said he'll distract Monet. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Monet was like, yeah, sure. I'll go with you, Law. He he he. And it turns out like Vergo and Monet are working for another another boss or something uh, even higher up than Caesar, I guess, because they don't trust Caesar. Uh, and they betrayed fucking law or whatever. I, we got a lot to unpack there, I'm sure. And the there's near some future. triple agent stuff going on. I just don't know who's where. Well, there's literally like a quadruple agent right now. So let's let's see who's betraying who right now. We've got the Luffy and Co. They, they're just vibing like they mm-hmm, showed up. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So we've got the 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 main. We got Brownbeard who got betrayed mm-hmm. by Caesar. Right. Mm-hmm. Then we got Caesar. But Monet and Vergo are secretly betraying Caesar. We got Law who's looking in the facility who's also betraying Caesar. We got Caesar, who is betraying all of the rest of his other cronies. Mm-hmm. It's, it's betrayal all the, the Navy, way down, technically, <laughs> kind of, sort of, even that's more retrospective than anything else, but... Well, I wouldn't say that's betrayal, because he's he's just more of a... He, I mean, he's a... Con- not a convict, I'm sorry. He's a... Uh, what do you call it? Um, he's when, a when uh, dis- excommunicated member of the Navy science yeah, yeah. section. He's, but he's like a oh, an actual... Uh, Fuck, what is that word? When like they want like the, the military or the government wants to catch you? You're a you're Fugitives. you're a, a fugitive. Thank you. Thank you. That is the word. Thank you, Justin. I, what would I do without you? Um yeah, he I mean he is a fugitive. So I mean there's not really a whole lot of like trickery to happen to the Navy. The Navy wants to capture him and Caesar's like Heh. No, <laughs> I guess for me, I, I'm reading too a, a lot into the, you know, four years ago or however, how many years ago it was when he blew up the island to, I'm assuming, intentionally create Smiley, since apparently Smiley is the living embodiment of that explosion uh, on Punk Hazard many, many years ago. I feel like this one's actually a little strange to me. So I, I don't th- this was my interpretation. I don't necessarily think the goal of Caesar being here was to like I guess hold Smiley down and then like bring it back up because I feel like it was already complete, right? So he just kind of like had Smiley in the back pocket for forever. And mm. I get I think what's going on right now is that shit's hitting the fans so much that's causing Caesar to like be a bit annoyed, but also like it, it gives him the uh objective like or it gives him the opportunity to be like, hey, you know, I'm gonna reuse Smiley again because that shit was fucking hilarious four years ago. Uh because he he essentially like I mean, they blew up the the island and it was the gas like, you know, killed everyone that was left behind. Then he was like, oh, and then I'm going to turn it into goop. And then he did somehow, whatever. And he was like, just go chill in this cage until I tell you to get out. (laughs) And I I don't really feel like there, there didn't seem to be any notion from Caesar here where he was like, you guys have no idea how long I've been cooking this monster, dude. It's the best monster of all time. Uh, Smiley takes center stage. Now he was just kind of like, yo, Smiley, 
uh, do you mind mopping things up? Because I'm getting fucking annoyed with these guys. Hmm. <laughs> mayhaps. Mayhaps. At least that's just kind of the impression I got so far. I, I, I we we haven't gotten an expansion on uh, why Caesar suddenly was like, "Oh, hey, Smiley, uh, good to have you back, bro. Just fucking murder everybody for me. Also explode because he does that for whatever reason." <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I guess only time will tell. Maybe T- time time will tell indeed. Uh, but before we get to, I guess Luffy team, I might as well just stick with going with Zoro and Sanji team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they're, uh, they're, they're big chilling. Um, and by, and like literally get it cause it's cold. Um, they're big chilling. They're going out trying to find, uh, the Kinemon's body or his torso or whatever. And, uh, they stumble upon his dumb. Ass. Okay. Well, first of all, they escaped the, the cool brothers. I by do just- want to ask you what your thoughts on, on that assassination attempt and how it actually went down off screen but i feel like the action we got on screen made for an understandable uh assassination attempt where the yeti cool brothers were like okay yeah we must have like completed it because the way the anime kind of did this bit so they the yeti cool brothers chose to gas them with like drunk gas Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know why they chose drunk gas but that was that's just what they chose uh they could use like you know killing gas but you know, whatever we can't, can't kill our protagonists or anything out here. Uh, they used drunk gas and it then knocked him off a cliff to there to then fall into a pit of spikes. Actually, a plateau of spikes, in fact. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And then Zoro, why? Since he's you know, I mean, he's got the 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 highest tolerance of the crew. He's got the highest he's the tolerance. Only- he's got the highest constitution. My man was like, I am yeah. sloshed, but I live <laughs> in slosh, so I got this. He rolled he rolled a 19 and the DM was like, OK, you have exactly two minutes of consciousness left to your name. <laughs> it was and like he was perfect. like, that's all I need. Uh, yeah. So Sanji and uh, Brooke are passed the fuck out. And then Zoro with his you know extremely high constitution, he was like, all right, I'm just going to swish, swish, uh, cut the plateau in half. And uh, he does. And then they slide down. I will give the anime credit for the way it was sort of animated here, because the Yeti Cool Brothers, they do double check that like they fell down and into the the spiky plateau. And if you're the Yeti Cool Brothers, you're like, oh, well, that's weird. The plateau suddenly cut in half. Well, the anime does like this smoke thing where mm-hmm. they kind of like make it really ambiguous whether or not like the, the plateau was compromised in any way. Uh, you can still see. And, and then they also still show like a significant portion of the the spiky plateau so i'm not gonna say that in 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 the yeti cool brothers defense like this is a relatively reasonable okay yeah we got him boss we're done here but like god i don't know if i like the we got him boss without actually i feel like everything was reasonable on the yeti cool brothers side where it's like okay like there's a lot of debris you know floating about like that's just them slamming the snow right probably whatever what i find unreasonable and should have been a red flag was they sent like you know a recon group at the bottom of the valley or whatever to collect their corpses that they assumed would be there and then you know they get got by sanji who just manages to wake up or whatever uh, which now I think about it, Zoro lives in Sloshed, but I feel like anytime we've seen Nami dr- heavily drink, she's always the one yes. left standing. So actually, clearly she's got the higher constitution. <laughs> I actually think this is actually a really funny bit. So I was thinking the same thing. You question whether or not uh, Zoro should have been the last one to fall asleep. Or sorry, you don't question whether or not Zoro should have been the last one to fall asleep, but you somewhat question that Sanji would be the first to wake up until you remember 
that the only other member of the straws that can very significantly hold their liquor is Nami. So it mm-hmm, does mm-hmm. sort of track. I like that. So, yeah, so they sent the recon group to collect their corpses that they assume would be there. But then, you know, Sanji Nami or whatever wakes up, roundhouse kicks everyone in the face, knocks them all out. And I'm just here like, surely someone checks it back in with you guys. <laughs> to be like, so did you did you tie him up? Did you you, you bring in the bat? You know, the do you have the body bag? You need to send sure, one out to you. Surely somebody like, calls them over on the like a transponder snail and goes like, "Hey guys, uh, do you ever report on those bodies you were supposed to pick up?" <laughs> surely someone's noticed. Like it really doesn't take this long to put a body in a bag. Although to be fair, at this point, it, it, like there's there's a couple of different. Uh, obviously, there's like the law and chopper stuff happening. Luffy and Co are doing their own thing, which we'll get into in a minute. And then, of course, we've got uh, Zoro, Brook, Sanji, and Kinemon trying to get Kinemon's torso. All of these things, supposedly, or uh, they're supposed to be happening like in tandem. So I guess you could make a small argument that, like, as Smiley starts to slowly uh, engulf the other side of the island, <laughs> maybe, mayhaps, uh, they're just like really fucking busy, not dying to slime right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a little bit of argument to be made there i think maybe but i don't want to give too much credit either way (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was good bits though seeing uh sanji nami wake up and you know wake the fuck out of these other two idiots and then they then they argued for like five minutes over whether or not they believe in the yeti and i thought that that (laughs) was honestly great i'm like i don't know why this is here and then they're like question okay so they they actually they, they argue over whether or not they they believe in the yeti Sanji's like I totally believe in the Yeti Zoro's like absolutely not and then Brooke is like you know I just I'm happy to ponder the idea (laughs) (laughs) and and Sanji's like wow that's like a really mature like response and and then Brooke's like I am 70 plus years old after all anyway (laughs) Uh, but then they cut back in time to when they were like starting to get introduced to the Yeti Cool Brothers or whatever and they were like no there's no way a Yeti exists until they see a footprint and then each of them have an idea of which like what a Yeti looks like (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what a dumb fucking bit we got Brooke who's like Probably the most real reasonable, honestly. It looks like uh, a caveman, but with white fur for a body. And then Sanji's like, ah, yes, Yeti woman. And then, of course, Zoro comes out with the classic. Uh, it's the same as Brooke, only with the sword, because everything has to have <laughs> everything's better with swords. After all, <laughs> anything worth my time is carrying a sword. Dude, actually, <laughs> it's a really good way to put it. Zoro could not care less unless he has a sword (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he he only gives a fuck if there's a sword involved uh great bits great bits but uh as they're running to uh the lake where they assume kinemon was they they stumbled upon his uh his frozen ass and uh they they stomp him away which i met i actually kind of thought this was a, a bit of a a retcon on the way like the severity of being frozen solid in this universe if i'm gonna be honest <laughs> the last time we had characters literally freezing solid from uh aokiji chopper made it very clear we need to be very careful about how we thaw them so that they don't like crack and break or mm-hmm, you know thaw mm-hmm. too quickly or whatever and then meanwhile these goons are they just smash him away they're just stomping him that man's getting oh. trampled oh no no and then like you get a kick from sanji nami which i it comes back up later in the, you know, when Sanji swims to collect the torso, where he's like, okay, like, I'm strong, but can Nami's body, like, handle, like, my yeah. output, you know what I mean? 
So I'm mm-hmm. like, it's mm-hmm. Nami just like way stronger than we give her credit to, or like I don't know. Like well, I, I'm, I would not be surprised if when uh, Sanji and Nami, you know, returns to their respective bodies, Nami's gonna be like, oh, cool, my body's back, and then she just collapses. We're like, what did you do to my legs? <laughs> I've never my, been why, in so much pain. So, why are my legs so fucking sore right now? <laughs> Actually, that that would be a good bit. Uh, I do think that. I think Sanji's smart here for having not overdone, uh, like overexerting Nami's uh, body in this sense. I, I, I'm sure that I, I have to believe that there's a few limitations not being in his old body because mm-hmm. uh, clearly it doesn't. It's not a requirement to have uh, the the leg strength that his normal body has in order to do a uh, blue walk or whatever. Because he was able to do that underwater. Clearly, that's more of like a mental thing. Uh, that stays with him. But my guess is that since he was so concerned about, you know, utilizing that uh, technique or whatever, he recognizes at some capacity that it's a very exhaustive technique. So it probably I actually kind of like the idea you had where it when as soon as like Nami becomes Nami again, she's going to literally just fall to the floor and be like, I can't move my legs. Sanji, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> and Sanji's like, listen, like I had to, you know, swim and stuff. And then she's going to bill him for like, you know, the surgery to make sure her legs work again or something. You know what? Now I'm thinking about it. We have precedent for this. After uh, Chopper and Frankie swap back, Chopper was like, oh, I see you use Monster Point. I can't move. <laughs> we do have precedent for this. Although, to be fair, that one's a lot more believable since we already knew that if Chopper used the Rumble Ball, like even normal Chopper, uh, if he uses Rumble Ball, he's like, yep, I'm literally paralyzed. <laughs> it kind of sucks. But, you know, I still got to use that power. It's a pretty cool power. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He takes one for the team for sure. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be interested to see how that bit plays out. I bet that there's a bit there. there there's something cooking in there, I think. Um, but yes, the, the goons do make it to the lake. Uh, and then they're also they, they see the the giant uh, ooze, slimy, uh, smiley monster in the in the distance. And uh, he just kind of like turns into uh, fucking Quidu. You know what I'm talking about? Who, what's, what's the name of that fucking like orange dude with the snout? That that it's like an old uh, arcade game, you know what I'm talking about? It starts with a Q. You Q-Bert, lost me. I, I thought you were trying to describe Weasel from Pokemon. All right, I got it. It's Qbert. All right, so he he Qberts <laughs> on the other side of the lake. Uh, and if you know what Qbert is, uh, listeners, then then you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and then just starts you know shooting uh, himself across it for. I guess he could just do that. I don't know. <laughs> he became a cannon for no reason. What, what is sentience, really? What What even is sentience at this point? Yeah, you do. He just like, hey, I choose to spit myself across this lake <laughs> and then just spread my consciousness across a million spawn. I, I love this too. Every time he spits a piece of himself, each chunk has its own sentience. Like, it, it, there's not like a single sentience with the main slime. Mm-hmm. Every time he breaks himself into pieces, each tiny piece has sentience until they merge. And then they all become a giant sentient. I just fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. This thing's like kind of terrifying, actually. I don't I don't know how I feel about this thing. Oh, we don't even talked about it, but uh, we well, I guess we had previous weeks, but they, they tried to cut Smiley. Uh, then he just kind of like exhausts all of the gas that's built up around the, the slime, presumably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some G5 goon goes like, here, I'm going to burn it alive. Nothing can survive fire. Uh, that was the last thing he ever did because it exploded. <laughs> So Smiley's an accelerant. 
Yes. Uh, mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. we should be very careful about when we do and do not light this fucker Smiley on fire. Smiley is <laughs> volatile. He is explosive. Possibly corrosive. You can't convince me he's not. Um, Smiley is just all of the uh, danger logos on, on your your chemical warnings. Yeah, <laughs> he's he is the hazard symbol incarnate, like mm-hmm, made mm-hmm. to fruition. Like he's just a physical embodiment of every hazard symbol in the OSHA dictionary. If I'm going to, you be know honest. what? This reminds me because the other day I actually had to do some training related to that at work. Uh, just you know, quick online program of. Here's what all mm-hmm. these logos mean. Here's what each type of hazard actually means in terms of, you know, physical harm done. And I'm like, you know, it was six o'clock in the morning. I was falling asleep at the computer, naturally. And I'm just here sure. like, you know, if they just explained it to me in smiley terms, maybe I would have done that a lot faster. <laughs> oh my And possibly God. been more engaged. <laughs> what are you talking about? Explain it in smiley terms. What does that even mean? Like, like okay, like, um... If we explained what corrosive means, right, and we just have an image uh-huh. of Smiley doing a corrosive act, right, I could be like, sure. oh, that's what that means. Or, you know, explosiveness or, or vol- volatility, right? Like, you have Smiley exploding. Like, right, that, see, that would course. make sense. We're like, you know, volatility is like how fast he turns to a gas, blah, 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 blah. Smiley doing the gassing. Like, see, you see what I'm working with? Like, if yeah, you just explain so, it to so, me in Smiley terms, I might have yeah, been more engaged. What- it sounds like what you're asking for is a hazard mascot, and specifically, <laughs> you would like Smiley to be the stand-in for your hazard mascot. Am I, am I understanding OSHA, this correctly? Time to hit up Oda and 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 whoever owns <laughs> One Piece and just really get that collaboration going. It, it would do you wonders. <laughs> That's a collab of the century. Imagine <laughs> that we get we we get an Oda OSHA collab. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, OSHA mm-hmm. OSHA X One Piece. And it's just like Caesar Clown explaining like all of the work, the general workplace hazards and then being like, Smiley, do you mind demonstrating to all the lovely people at home what not to do if you're surrounded by poison gas? <laughs> wow, this is so good. <laughs> it's not. That I love good. this. I want I mean, this. I, I, I we have like a new workforce. Enter, like we have a new generation entering the workforce. Surely there's enough weebs on the work site for this to be a plausible strategy. Dude, we're taking over blue collar work. This is <laughs> this is where we <laughs> hashtag take over blue collar work. Let's go, boys. One piece x blue collar. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my fucking god! What a what a dumb bit. <laughs> How did we get here? Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Smiley on the other side of the lake is cuberting, also duding, uh, pangu duding from across the lake, <laughs> no, uh, no. and spit. Yeah, nuding. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for the alley up there. Uh, spitting himself across. He's simultaneously spitting himself to uh, where Zoro, Brooke, and Sanji are, uh, which is at the edge on the other side of the lake, uh, and then also as far as the. Uh, lab base that they uh, supposedly are trying to break into to get to Caesar Clown or whatever. So he's got like he's got range, I guess is mm-hmm, what I'm getting mm-hmm. at. Um, <laughs> there's no fucks given with this guy uh, or slime monster thing, <laughs> whatever the hell he is. Uh, and this is when as, as like the slimes are starting to collect and then uh, Brooke and Zoro and Sanji are like, oh, actually, I like this bit. At first it goes, so they, they all talk about who's going to go in and get uh, the, the the torso in the lake, right? And then Sanji's like, okay, well, I'm the best, I'm the best swimmer. I'm, I'm in Nami's body, but I'm still the best swimmer, so I'll, I'll, I'll fucking do it. Um, 
And then he goes, you guys take care of the slimes. And then Brooke looks around and he goes, what slimes? And then just freaks the fuck out because there's a million of these little slime dudes that are starting to approach them. <laughs> it was so Justin? good. It was so good. I mean, it wasn't good because they realized they could not do a single thing against Slimy. So they just kind of had to stand there, wait for Sanji to come back have him complain about didn't i tell you to handle this and they were like well we tried and it didn't work so uh, i do any ideas? i do feel like i gotta channel the inner devin and christian on this one though because on. unfortunately or fortunately depending on uh your perspective remember when brooke got hit by the sleep sleep gas yeah and it definitely put him to sleep mm -hmm. uh there was precedent that he can be affected by gas weapons and he was also affected by the uh alcohol uh weapon mm -hmm. the fact <laughs> that he was completely un in like unhindered by the poison gas that came out of the goop was a little whack <laughs> well okay i hear you i hear what you're saying but let's think about this a little bit what's it sure. gonna do to him like so I guess that does raise a valuable point. So I guess it depends because, OK, the sleep, sleep gas. He doesn't have lungs or anything like that, but he can still fall asleep. So maybe it mm -hmm. affects like his his soul brain, if you will, because mm -hmm. he doesn't have a physical brain that we all know that. Uh, again, the drunk one maybe affects his soul brain again. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I suppose if the gas was made to kill he doesn't have lungs to burn. He doesn't have eyes to burn. He doesn't have I a bloodstream to, you know, poison and to intoxicate. There, there's whatever. like really like dumb logic be at play. And this all it, like the crux of the argument rests on whether or not we are going to accept that soul brain exists. I think <laughs> I, I think I said that I got on record to explain this in the past. I am convinced that Brooke is only nerfed by his state of mind. Like, I actually I do also think that, but that hasn't been that th there's no there has not been a precedent or an ex or an ex explicit statement of that aim, though, I will say, which is why I got to I got to be I got to be that guy for like two seconds on that this. is fair. But like so like even with that explanation or that stance I have, there is some overlap where it's like, OK, drunkenness is a state of mind. Sleepiness also kind of sort of a state of mind like these make sense to me on the hill that I am standing on. Like, there's overlap there. When I look at poisoning, I'm like, okay, does your argument, you know, pose a valid critique? Uh, yes. However, like, you poison a, a bunch of bones. Like, what does that really do? And in my head, I'm like, it doesn't really do anything because there's nothing to affect in my mind. <laughs> but if you right. can affect his, you know, as you put it, his soul brain, then there's then we're now we're talking. <laughs> I feel like this this rests on the crux that is whether or not Brooke has soul brain. I feel like you if he doesn't have soul brain, then I, I can't in good conscience let this one slide, you know, <laughs> in its entirety, if I'm going to be honest. But that is fair. I'm just I'm going to say homie must clearly be able to be affected. Uh, he can be affected by psychedelics, which honestly, now that I think about it, that's on brand for a musician. He wants mm. to be influenced by the psychedelics, huh? Mm. Making sense, making sense. Funky, if you're listening, can you cross-verify this? I just, you know, for a friend, just just want to make sure that, that that's uh, <laughs> that's the case here. Um, <laughs> I've, I, have a, I have it on good authority that, that you are an expert in this field. And uh, not, not that you've ever said this to me, but I'm going to gaslight you <laughs> into saying that you are now the expert in this field. 
but uh but yeah so we got saji jumping into the water getting going after the torso he finds the torso eventually uh and then it's getting chewed up by a shark the kid having a bad time he's, he's having, having a bad a, time frozen a, being literally eaten man's having a bad day every every time the the shark like munches a little bit on the torso he's just like oh my god i'm i'm fine it itches and, and then they're all just like <laughs> clearly you are in pain you can say so but uh, we're not we're not gonna you know we're not gonna play into this we're not <laughs> we're not gonna placate this bit right now okay we got other things to do um and at this point zoro had tried to cut the 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 slime which we already talked about and, he, and then he was like huh I guess that doesn't work. So I don't know. I guess that's I, I've, I've done nothing, and I'm and I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> Zoro's like, I'm listen, a man. I'm a simple if man. If I can't if I can't slice it, I don't know what else we got on the table here. Listen, I only got my sword, and if I try really hard, I have the back of my sword that's blunt. I don't see that working here. No, he also has the no sword style, but I don't think he's interested in that right about now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then Sanji eventually does come up with the torso after utilizing uh, some observation hockey. We got confirmation that he's got observation hockey, which is kind of sick. That's kind of cool, uh, but actually. I, I kind of feel like we already had that confirmation because at one point Luffy had mentioned when he was when they were going over the game plan with Law uh, about who's going to capture Caesar. He was like, yeah, so it, me and uh, two others have hockey. I don't know if he explicitly called out Sanji or Zoro, but I, I, I feel like the assumption here is that Sanji, Zoro, and Luffy must be the ones that can use the hockey to, to fuck with Caesar or whatever, right? Even if he didn't spe- explicitly name them, and this is me just being a smooth brain, I understood it as Sanji and Zoro, but I was very much under the uh, limited scope of, like, they have uh, armament hockey where, like, they could just touch a Lokia, and that's realistically all we needed for this conversation sure, sure. yeah like maybe maybe they can uh maybe they're like limited in the amount of hockey that they have available at their disposal or something they only have the 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 that good good armament hockey they don't mm-hmm. have the the cool <laughs> observation hockey but uh but thankfully we got this 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 nice little this little bit where sanji's like i'm gonna turn on observation mode and then he's like searching for the for, for the legs or whatever or torso excuse me pardon me the legs are already found by the way don't 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 get confused there there's legs there's there's a head and there's a torso. Don't don't. I'm thinking confused. back to Skypea where he had a I forgot what it was called. Was it Metal Metal Vision or something like that? Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, lo- was that, wow, what a throwback. Was that <laughs> incredible? Hockey. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I th- it, and if we didn't make that joke, we should have. That was definitely uh, whatever they called it in Skypea. It, it, uh, it wasn't called Observation Hockey. I don't know why the hell they uh, call it Nen like an idiot. Uh, I, Mantra, I actually there almost we go. Said, mantra that's exactly right yeah i i if we didn't make that joke we should have this is sanji sanji's mantra where he's just like yes i sense women all around me all the time 24 <laughs> 7 that's just that's the simp in him man that's that's what he can see so it, you know it's it's a very good character progression to see sanji expand on male torsos now see now he's now he's hunting the male titty you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, geez. I wish I, I wish Dylan could cut that. I, I regret saying that. <laughs> I, I sort of regret that. So, one. so we resurfaced and we put Kinemon back together properly this time. And he expl- and he demonstrates the Foxfire epithet, uh, if you will, where he just blows up Smiley. Somehow doesn't harm anybody 
who's standing two feet away from smiling right. all these explosions, yeah, like by the, the way. explosions just like, you know, it's cool guys don't, well, actually, it's cool like, guys oh, do look at explosions. all those G5 goons on that ship, gone. gone. All of us smithereens. There's a force <laughs> field here, all right? There is nothing to worry about. Although, to be fair, he... He does he does like expand and say, like, not only can I make fire with my sword, I can also cut through the fire. So I guess you could you can make the argument ah, okay, that like fair. he ignited the goo and then was like, oh, you you thought you were going to explode me? Well, I'm Oppenheimer, bitch. And then cut through the blast or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that is that is fair. And I do want to ask now we're here. We clearly saw Zoro's intrigue in Kinemon as a swordsman. But I think from what maybe I'm reading too deep into this. Uh-huh. His foxfire technique. Yes. So I'm thinking Zoro's oh, got oh a new here. teacher. You think he's got a new teacher? I don't I don't know about all that. Well, then again, there's always something to learn, you know, from your peers. That's really true. You know, what? I actually now that, now that you say it out loud, I kind of feel it. So there's there's definitely I feel like at this point we are starting to set the precedent that if, if not if not friend, we have definitely established uh, Foxfire Kinemon ally for the remainder of this arc, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, maybe at some point I could see there being like, maybe there'll be like a big fire bit where they need to like cut some fire or something. And then Kinemon's like, oh no, it's too much fire for me to cut. And then Zoro, because he's the Giga Chad, goes like, <laughs> I'll help you cut it. <laughs> and then just like, and then just like, you know, he's like, teach me how to cut fire. And then he's like, you just move your sword in at the fire. And he's like, like this. And then Kinemon's like, wow, it took me 30 years to learn that technique. And then Zoro's like, jump. I can, I can see it happening in the back of my mind now. Here, actually. Here's, I support this, but I'm not going to lie. I have an agenda. Oh, right. my yeah, agenda I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that Zoro learns a fire technique. Uh-huh. And now he's, uh, he's he's another parallel to Sanji, and that just gives them more shit to argue about, and that just gives do... more fuel to flame for people to argue about who's better, Sanji or Zoro. When now we have two fire users. Well, no, we have three because right, Red Luffy Hawk has Luffy. fire. So well, like, he, he's I... he's excluded from this conversation. It's all about Sanji and Zoro right now. Well, right, okay, that, and, that, and that's fine. I, I guess I would actually I would expand and uh, and reinforce your 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 claim here that it does seem like we are setting up the building blocks for. Zoro to eventually learn how to use fire, but in sword mode as opposed to in kick mode or fist mode like Luffy and Sanji. Mm, yes, uh, yes. And it, it does seem like it would kind of maybe make sense. Maybe I, I love okay, when the plan comes together. I don't I'm not going to say it makes sense, like because if, if Christian and, and uh, Devin are listening <laughs> to this, they're going to be like, shut the fuck up <laughs> anyway. But it kind of makes sense. I don't know, man. There's some evidence. There's some crumbs here of them. All three of them learning fire at some point kind of tracks is all I'm saying. Like the mm-hmm, three mm-hmm. head hunt, like the head hitters of the of the crew all using fire related shit. Like, I don't know. It kind of it kind of makes sense. That's all I'm saying, man. I, I know. I know. That's, that's I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm behind you. One star. I'm hoping I hope my agenda comes to fruition. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I like I like what's on the table and you I'm know, hoping we make them deal. I hoped it came true, too, until you said that out loud. And now suddenly <laughs> I just wish nothing but the opposite. Now I hope that he oh, never we learns how ice to do anything with in, fire. In Brooke, like, I yeah, mean, but we already have said about fire two ice users. users, but like, I don't know, man. Like, no, you know, just doesn't seem to have the icy personality for me personally. I, I, you know, I'm deviating. Fuck you. I'm done with this. <laughs> uh, you know, what's going to happen instead. So we already oh, no. have Sanji Luffy doing fire. We got Brooke uh-huh. with ice. Uh-huh. What if? What if? Hear me out here. What if Zoro learns how to use? Uh, you know, I was going to say light. 
but I didn't know how I was going to find that thread. So I'm just going <laughs> to pivot from light and be like, he's going to become a mist user. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get the power of mist. <laughs> Interesting. Why do you ask? Because he saw Foxfire Kinemon and goes, I can't steal this guy's bit. I need my own bit. <laughs> but is Zoro really that? I mean, he is kind of that guy. He's the reason he has fucking three swords. But like. I mean, yeah, like that's that's kind of what I'm getting at, though. Like he's he's nothing if not the kind of guy who wants to do everything his own way, right? He doesn't. Mm. He can't be a conformist. That's not who Zoro is. He he won't conform to fire. Oh, or oh, even more. If he becomes a mist guy, then he's an opposite to Sanji, and now they have even more shit to fight about. Okay, okay, you got. I wasn't feeling uh, it, but I'm all in on this. Let's mm-hmm, go. There we go. See, all right. So Zoro's going to learn the power of mist development. Don't ask me how or why, but it will happen. All right. Thank mm-hmm, you. Thank mm-hmm, you for coming mm-hmm. to my TED talk. Um, and yeah, and that's and that's uh that, that that's the goon squad. They they got Kinemon back. Uh, he's really tall, by the way. Just like really, he's he's a behemoth. He's taller than Brooke for some reason, <laughs> and Brooke is canonically like nine feet tall or something like that. Holy shit! <laughs> like what the fuck is this guy? So you see, there's just this really tall samurai for no fucking reason. Anyway, uh, moving back over to the Luffy team, the Luffy, Frankie, and Robin Dream team. So they uh, they, okay. They just... Before we continue, I have a genuine question. Sure, sure. Go ahead. Where the fuck is Usopp? Oh, uh, you know, that's that's a decent question. You know, Usopp and Nami are just kind of like, am I the fuck A, aren't they? <laughs> Honestly, I completely forgot about Nami, but where the fuck is Usopp? I think actually, no, 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 no. This tracks. I, I remember them talking about it. No, Nami and Usopp are taking care of the tied up kids. OK, right that's now. what I assumed. But like, I yes. didn't see that. And I'm like, where the fuck yeah, is we, Usopp? Yeah, we did not cut back to them at any point, at least in, in, in my episodes. I don't know if you saw them at any point in your episodes. I, maybe um, I glossed over it, but I do not recall. Yeah, we we did not cut back to that. But yes, yeah, so now that now that you've reminded me, it it is Usopp and Nami together because they agreed to leave Nami behind in case Sanji comes back so they can get switched. Uh, and then Usopp was like, I'm no good at this anyway. I might as well watch the kids and I can probably knock them back out if they wake up. Yes, I think this happened. I might okay. be I'm probably just making shit up, but it sounds right in my head. So we're going to go with it or it works for me. Um. But we have Luffy, Frankie, and Robin. Uh, yeah, they're just like the dream team, and they just come plowing in uh, on a vibe, you know, on, on, a, on a rocket rubber man in a dream, as they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fra- Frankie loves a, a, a big entrance. Robin just goes along with the crew, and then until she's like, you know, we're coming in a little hot. Let me just uh, sprout, sprout some, some wings. wings real quick and land real graceful like, because that's that's my bit. You guys, you do your own thing, all right? Just, uh, I'll be in the back. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm the support. <laughs> I, I love that about Robin's character, too. She could, like, very easily and single-handedly be an aggressive, like, attack character mm-hmm. but she just like chooses to vibe and let frankie and luffy do most of like the the brute fighting and then she's just like and anyone you guys don't get don't worry i'll i'll pick them off the back you guys have fun <laughs> she is not about exerting herself she could if she wanted to but she's just not about that it's like there's no need for me to really you know overcompensate honestly i know what you're saying but I don't necessarily feel like it's that kind of energy. I genuinely feel like it's more of a like out of genuine uh, like like desire to let Frankie and Luffy have fun. 
I feel like she takes a backseat on purpose. I think it has less to do with, oh, I don't want to exert myself because that's just not really like her like vibe. You know what I mean? I think she generally like shows up and goes like, OK, I'll be here. Don't worry if, if, if you guys <laughs> miss any. I'll, I'll take care of it. Just, just have I'm fun. I'm the chaperone. Don't worry, guys. You guys do great out there. She's like big chaperone energy all the time. <laughs> it's kind of the way I'm getting at it, but I guess what I was saying. But uh, but yeah, they 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 have some fun. They they dick around. Luffy and uh, Smoker and Tashigi fight, and Luffy has a real laughs real hard at Smoker in his per- predicament. Um, and it was it was quite funny. Poor poor Smoker. And then Luffy Luffy was like fighting uh Tashigi and Smoker's body, and he was like, "Wow, you're really fucking weak. What happened?" Then he fought Tashigi or Smoker in Tashigi's body, and was like, "What the fuck happened? Suddenly, you're so strong." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> two completely different energies same comments um until he's like okay but we can't continue this because like you're not at 100 percent. i wouldn't get satisfied from it i got other shit to do i gotta go kidnap a, a fucking clown um and, and law hears that proclamation by the way in the back where luffy's like hey caesar I- come on out <laughs> i we're here to kidnap you <laughs> law's like law is you- so in over his head he just doesn't Dude, know he- I just, my guy, you gotta run. I'm telling you, man, you gotta, you can't. <laughs> so I, I don't need know. You take the that... contract that you drafted and just burn it. Right. You need to burn the contract you thought you drew up. All right. You need to just <laughs> because not only is it not the contract you drew up, it it is not your contract anymore. It is it is their contract. You are a part of their contract. I don't know contract. at what point you got Uno reversed uh, on the contract, but it happened, and you need to null and void it immediately. The the moment, the moment he asked Luffy if he wanted in was the moment he got Uno reversed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Law, you gotta, you gotta leave, bud. Like, I don't know anything about the series, because, you know, I purged my brain and all that, but my guess is you are gonna have a rough go of it for the next, <laughs> next little while. <laughs> You're gonna be going through the ringer, my guy. You need to you need to flee while you still got the chance. <laughs> you you know who, what law is? Law is the embodiment of me before I started watching One Piece. You know when I tell him to get away, it's like I'm telling past me to get the fuck out of this franchise because I <laughs> I didn't know how much it was going to rule my life. I had I had no one. Uh, understanding of how gravitating I was going to find this franchise. This is me telling past me, you need to get out. Don't do it, man. Don't fall into the trap. You're going to fall in love with the charm, the stupid gags, the, the damn stupid storytelling, the good storytelling. You need to escape. You need to flee. Get out while you still can. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Uh, that's a deep. That's not. It's not that deep of a cut, really. <laughs> <laughs> These are my true thoughts. Um, but yeah, you know, that's 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 law. He's gonna he's gonna be fucked for the next like couple hundred episodes, guaranteed. Anyway, <laughs> um, we got Luffy who's fighting Caesar all of a sudden because Caesar came out in his you know big bad guy uh, moment, um, and then. Luffy, you know, he's showing off a little bit. He's proven that he can, like, you know, wrestle with Caesar because he's got some new, uh, he's got hockey so he can fuck with Logias and whatnot. Uh, Caesar also uh, tries to poison the fuck out of Luffy, and we get confirmation that Luffy is apparently just immune to all poison now, I guess. Yo, Impel Down just gave Luffy the single-handed greatest buff of his entire career. Dude, that's, like, a really good buff. Because, like, you know from a writing perspective... Actually, I, I like this er, er, er use out of Oda's writing because you know how many times he could default to poison weapon being like a big bad weapon in this universe or whatever. 
Well, he essentially just like Uno reversed any future attempts at using this as some kind of uh, foil to the plot in at least against Luffy by being like, all right, I gave him super mega poison one time. It's the only time I'm ever going to do it. And now he's immune to poison. So we're good. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I actually kind of appreciate that. that that's that's good. I, I, I'm here for it. Um, but yeah, Caesar, um, he, he gets rocked a little bit and then like blows up Luffy. And then Luffy was like, yeah, that's fine. I'm OK with that. Uh, and then beats the shit out of Caesar again until uh, Caesar just kind of like um, makes Luffy like lose. He just kind of like looks at him angrily. Yeah, we and got Luffy no loses. explanation of what happened. But Luffy just like in the moment he like grabbed him by the scruff, turned around, and said, can I get something to hold this guy in? He just went. It just died yeah. or whatever. He, he just like died like right there on the spot. Like we have no idea what happened. I mean, presumably it must be something related to Caesar's devil fruit. I guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the question is like if we expand further, like what exactly happened? I mean, I guess it was poison, but we just got done proving that Luffy was immune to his super strong poison. So I guess it, it, it's kind of hard to figure out like what else he might have done uh, instead of poisoning because presumably whatever he did to luffy he did to everybody uh mm-hmm. which is why they all they all passed the fuck out so he, they, caesar got luffy frankie robin tashigi and smoker all with the same bit um and i guess we have to assume it wasn't poison is that is that a fair assumption mm, i i don't know i have not thought super deeply on this particular issue i guess i guess what from a watcher perspective i sort of feel like there wouldn't be much of a point to have that bit where Luffy proves that he's like immune to Caesar's like at least his coat poison. I guess he could have like the super duper poison in his back pocket or something like that. But kind of going back to what I said before, where it sort of feels like Oda took an opportunity to be like, I did poison. I did that bit once. I will never do it again. Luffy's immune to that shit because of what I've done in the past. Uh, I feel like we have set precedents that Luffy did not go down due to poison here. I guess I don't know what else would have happened. But I don't feel like it was a poison attack. Mm. Feel like you got Hard anything? Got any, you I got, got anything in the hopper? All right, mm-hmm. all right, fair enough. Well, I got nothing we'll, cooking. Uh, I, uh, this will be the part where we 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 ask uh, Christian and Devin to to ask what they figure out what what happened. And uh, you know what? They're not here, so we we unfortunately have to move on. Sorry, folks. We can't we can't cook on all these <laughs> these characters all day. All right, we we, we burned all we burned the meal on uh, on Virgo earlier. So, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, then Caesar knocks him the fuck out. Um. Or something, and uh, then uh, he wins, and I, I think that's it, right? Yeah, it's basically that's where it ends. Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, we jumped around a little bit, but for the most part, the three major things that have happened were was the few bits that happened with Law, the few bits that happened with Luffy team, and the few bits that happened with Sanji team. But we were we were jumping around to all three narratives uh, intermittently throughout the majority of these episodes. So, mm. so yeah, yeah, I uh, you know I, I I I I enjoyed my time. The the punk hazards cooking um smiley is weird i i don't know i I don't know his angle yet i don't know what it is i don't understand it yet but i'm sure it'll uh it'll you know expand further as the arc goes on um and without further i I don't know i guess i guess i'm good do you do you have any other any other things you want to bring to the table uh there justy uh you know not for this episode i did remember that it's been a long time since i like fact dumped on on things uh and sure. i decided to google caesar clown because i was trying to find the answer to a question in my head and then just found a bunch of other stuff that i will hopefully remember to bring up next week so uh okay stay tuned for that fair enough 
Uh, well, uh, without further ado, uh, next week is going to be, uh, okay, well, it actually says unknown to me because Breadboy decided to change the formula, which is untrue because, well, okay, mm. that is true. I did change the formula, but I did update that list. Uh, so you could have, up, you could have changed it. You could have updated it. You did chose you update not to. it today? I did update it today. I was not looking at that episode schedule today. <laughs> you know, that's totally fair. I, you know, this is, this is last minute. This is last minute. That was, that's on me. I should have done it My, sooner. I woke up very dehydrated and warm at like 5.30 in the afternoon because overnight's kicked my ass and the heat sucks. I was mm-hmm, mentally mm-hmm. not on the same planet until 7 p.m. today. You know, I, I, I feel that. And, and you know what? So I, anyway, uh, next week is going to be, uh, 595 to 598 no that's this week uh next week is going to be 599 to 602 all right pog champ poggy woggy uh moving on to quotes quotes uh justin you got any quotes i do not and i've been really bad at taking down quotes i I need to i need to work i kind of feel like yeah i I sort of feel like you might have been bad with quotes as of late which is fine like you know if nothing speaks to you i I just get so like caught up in doing everything else that I just don't take the time to like sit down and like usually there'll be a moment I'll remember and I'll be like oh yeah I'm totally gonna remember that moment not so much the the quotes and then I feel like most of the time I remember the moments but this week I guess just like so much time has passed uh, I, I've been otherwise preoccupied with other things I just did not remember a single thing I, you know, know, I, I set I, my game up I know I, you know honestly Justin you 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 work hard don't worry don't worry no no one's holding anything against you don't worry I wasn't even I wasn't even harassing you I was just being like you know if, if nothing speaks to you nothing speaks to you man don't worry we're all good yeah, just just vibe as long as you're here to vibe I'm having I'm having a great time Hope, hopefully Actually, hold on. there is one time. thing was it this week that uh-huh. Brooke gave us his explanation of like what a slime was like his fairy tale yes. explanation <laughs> that okay. was one of my quotes that was the moment that moment that 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 scene between those three idiots that was great yeah so okay this is actually one of my quotes so um brooke regales uh kinemon zoro and sanji with uh the fact that okay so he apparently is familiar with slimes he was like yeah i read i read all about slimes in a book before and uh as he starts explaining uh what the slime was he he was like its body was harmless but it had a knack for melting clothes and it took hold of a (laughs) of many women (laughs) so (laughs) essentially what i'm saying is we are getting brooks doujinshi (laughs) in real time (laughs) In real time, uh, and also <laughs> Kinemon and Sanji are into it. So they were like, "Yo, dude, can you uh, can you pass me that book though? Like on, on the DL? Like, can we?" Oh, that was a moment. <laughs> That's uh, that was that was one of the moments of all time for certain. Um, <laughs> nothing like nothing says brotherhood like gathering in a circle and reviewing each other's dojin. <laughs> you need to snow. Please stop. <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> golly what a i fucking hate this franchise anyway moving on (laughs) um when zoro uh cut the slime the first time and it it gassed uh or or, sorry it gassed brook and then (laughs) i think i think it was zoro again uh no it was brook fuck i don't remember who it was at some point somebody like cut the slime again and then Mm -hmm. brook goes like i thought that maybe you just didn't like you the first time which is why i gassed you (laughs) Like I had, to, I had to cut it again in case that was the reason it, it gassed us that time. It just didn't like you. <laughs> um, and then uh, when I just want to reiterate, I love this line when Sanji came up and goes like, 
hey, I thought I told you guys to deal with the slimes. And then Brooke and Sanji, or sorry, Brooke and Zoro are picking their nose. They were like, well, we tried to fight it and it didn't work, so we just gave up. <laughs> I mean, really, what's left to do, honestly? We've done nothing and we're all out of ideas, folks. <laughs> That's right. a great well, quote, by the way. That should be on a t-shirt somewhere. It, it very much is. <laughs> I, can, I can almost assure you that you can find that on a shirt somewhere. Uh, but all right. Uh, that's uh, that's all the quotes. So uh, moving on from that, we're going on to the golden ham. Uh, hmm. My my voice cracked a little bit there, but uh, it still doesn't detract from the fact that we're still going to celebrate the golden ham. Uh, what, what do you think, Justin? I feel like we we have to we have to be unanimous if we want to have a golden ham. Very so correct. Uh, what are you What are you feeling? So as I may have gone the record in previous weeks, or maybe I kept this thought in my head and just haven't gotten a moment to, uh, you know, express myself here. My entire plan for the foreseeable future was to be a law-loving propagandist and just vote and nominate law every week. And sure. I'm going to betray that this week because Good. I believe uh, this Because I would week, not have done that with you. We would have gone to you, numbers No, you no one that. would have, and it would have been awful, but I would still be the propaganda right. machine I intended to be. However, however, I think me and you tonight can can gather sure. and unanimously agree on Virgo for Golden Ham. Say that again. Who, who, who for Golden Ham? I'm so sorry. Virgo. Virgo. Ah, I'm thinking, yeah. you know, we, we spent a, a good chunk of time discussing this man. He's clearly had an impact on us, you, the audience. You know, honestly, I, I kind of like this idea. I like mm -hmm. this pick. This feels, you know what, Justin? I agree. This feels like a natural extension of my infatuation with the lint brush fruit thank you mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. much for bringing this thought into my into my brain yes i i agree i think i think i want to vote for Virgo this week <laughs> literally only because of how much time we spent <laughs> fucking it was only right the only other alternative i had was uh kinemon here because i really do like his uh his foxfire stuff i mm -hmm. uh, i'll give him a little bit of respect but uh you know when, when a meme mention. hits the table yeah like when a meme hits the table you got to go for it right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's uh. Well, that, that I mean, it. that's it. Virgo is the winner of this week's Golden Ham. Virgo wins. Virgo wins. Do you, do you mind writing it down? I'm I'm away from my keyboard. Yes, right yes, now. yes. You're the best, brother. Uh, moving on to fan mail this week. Uh, thanks to Christian's uh, oppression of me, uh, we now have a backlog. So for anyone who's emailed us, uh, I'm really bad at responding. Uh, because in my head, I I in my head I tell myself like, oh, they would just appreciate it if I just you know uh, replied on cast, which. I recognize is not ideal for some people who wish to, you know, feel um, that like they, they want to feel security knowing like, oh, OK, they saw my email and they'll get to when they get to it. It's for anyone who's emailed us. We've got it. If we if probably not me, usually probably Jordy or Brendan have gone other way to reply to you. Uh, thank you to them. Sorry, that's my bad. I'll work on that. Having said that, we have a backlog. Uh, I we will probably blow through that backlog in a single episode shortcoming uh, because that's just how I work. But for this week, uh. We are reading from an email from our listener. Uh, I hope I pronounce this right. Uh, Jaden uh, or Harin. I, I don't I don't know. It's one of the it's, you know, it starts with a J. Uh, but here goes nothing. <clears throat> hey, guys, I'm Jaren, your friendly neighborhood Amazon delivery driver. That's when I listen. One Sick. piece is my favorite series of all time, which lets you know how I found you guys. Although I should be caught up to the current episodes by now, or at least close I took a hiatus uh, from listening after you guys covered the second One Piece movie. It was such a long hiatus, about a year, that I went back and re-listened to it from the start, re-watching the episodes along with you guys. I just finished wrapping up Water 7 and Nanny's Lobby with you guys and listened to the first episode of Thriller Bark. By the way, Christian mm -hmm. had me dying when he said it would take 200 episodes to get to Fishman Island. Because I definitely thought we were going there immediately afterwards too. Also, my heart went out to Devin when he made 
the Mary bet knowing full well she wasn't making it past this arc. <laughs> to be honest, at the start, uh, Devin was annoying me with all his nitpicking and valid criticisms. But I eventually grew accustomed to it and even agreed on some stuff like the deaths. Oh, and Christian Itume Robinson, uh, Brendan Justin, stop spoiling things. Jordy, good job. Dylan, great what the job. Hell? Yeah, I, I don't know I when spo- you started spoiling stuff. Yeah, back I don't, I don't, then. I, don't I feel like good. recently you've been you getting, getting a little loosey goosey. You think so? I don't feel like that's I'm telling myself. Anything. I don't know if that's copium or not. I just wanted someone else to go down the ship with me. I think if there are actual truths that I have given, okay, well, this might be this might be peering behind behind the curtain. There, there's like a 99 percent chance that if I cook, uh, it's all bullshit. So <laughs> you can you normally you can rest assured. There's like a three percent chance that I bake it in a little bit of truth and honesty, but I try to I try to come up with some bonkers shit because it's way more fun that way. <laughs> that Sometimes way, that way when I read. Listen. And you find the light of the truth, dude. I, I get lost in the sauce all the time. So, and in <laughs> fact, it's better when I like re-listen to some of this dumb shit that I've come up with in the past, where I'm just like, "Wow, look the way my brain works." Sometimes I really need to, to adjust the flowchart that is my mind. <laughs> Honestly, same. Uh, but continuing on here, I'm really enjoying rewatching it with you guys and picking up on things I didn't notice the first time around. Mostly about devil fruits and hockey. Honestly, same. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I surprisingly enjoy Skypea more than I remember it the first time. Also, same. As well as the Foxy arc, straight gags, it was great. I'm really looking That's forward to saying. hearing Christian and Devin's thoughts about the whole Summit War saga, my personal favorite, also same. Uh, what do you think about the Duval reveal? Did you love it or did Devin hate it? What do you think about Kami, Hachi coming back, Law and the other Supernova's intro, uh, Rayleigh's intro, Kizaru's intro? I'm still watching s- clips of him slapping these Supernova's from time to time, loofing, punching Charlos. I'm so sorry. Give me one sec. Oh, oh, wait, wait, we will also. Sorry. Where was I? I honestly have no idea. You were talking about punching Charlos at one point. Yes, punching Charlos. Kuma showing up again. Pacifistas. Amazon Lily. Hancock. I almost put Boa, like how most people say it, but that's her surname. It's like calling Luffy monkey. Uh, Margaret, <laughs> Mamungus, Impel Down, The Return of Past Villains, Magellan, Jimbei, my man. Same. My boy, Jimbei. And just the entirety of my favorite arc, Marine Ford. I can't wait to revisit it again. Hell I really yeah. enjoy listening to you guys talk about One Piece and all your different opinions. It's one of the many bright sides I tell myself before I go to work. I'm curious of how you guys are tackling uh, post-time skip, though. Anyways, I don't know if Justin is still complaining about emails or whatever, but here's a rather lengthy one. If I have more questions for you guys, I'll send them over if I remember, or if you have any questions for me yet, yeah, right. Uh, the, thanks the for the best laughs. part about that email is that you were literally, not complaining, but you were giving like a grand statement before you started reading the email too. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. Thanks for the laughs. Uh, signed, she no 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 Yes! Yes! Which is oddly topical considering you're not even caught up with us. This is some good timing. This is really good timing. I, I actually do really like Caesar's stupid laughing tick. Like, I remember when I first watched through, I think watching One Pace helps mm-hmm. uh, deal with some of the annoyingness that is Caesar Clown. Because I feel like, I feel like the anime outside of the of like the, the cut down version or whatever, they use that laughing tick a lot. Like way more than they did anyone's laughing tick back in Thriller Bark. So I mm. think being in one pace slash my my dub version of the same has helped to like cut out some of the like the white noise that is his laugh. So I can actually like, you know, fucking enjoy it again for the first time in forever. <laughs> like I like with Foxy. 
Nice, nice. But thank you, Jaren. That was a, that was a lovely email. We always get nice emails. I'm very I'm very happy about that. People are so nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, moving on. Any, any more fan mail, Justin? Is that, uh, is that, not, is for that our, not, not for today. We got plenty of more. Fan, I, I did see that we got a lot of fan mail, but we're gonna we're we're doing we're we're turning over a new leaf. We're we're giving some piece of fan mail per episode instead of just you know <laughs> busting it all out in a single afternoon. Much <laughs> to I, my dismay, by the way, I want to go on record for that. I I kind of feel like it's a it's a little bit more it's a little bit better that way because now now we get something you know we 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 give something fun and then we move on we'll get something next week or whatever for for those that want you know immediate gratification you know don't you shouldn't be here anyway because we'll never give that to you in the first place <laughs> <laughs> don't worry I'm your champion I will I will fight for the right listen I'm I'm a champion too I just you know it's all bits my guy. <laughs> Uh, moving on to Patreon shoutouts. Oh, uh, Twigo, you're still our number one goon. We love you. We got uh, we got real steel coming up on the Panda View. Look out for that. Um, and f- next we've got the good good grab bag. Uh, Justin, I want to reach my hand in the bag. Can you hold it? Okay, I'm holding. Holding. Please hold. Uh, did you notice anything about the bag? Uh, well, I haven't made any attempt to look at it because I'm afraid of what I might see. Did Did you look inside the bag? Out of curiosity, I, you should, I, you should no, look inside I, the bag. I am averting my eyes. I'm actually just staring at you. All right, or rather, past you. Look, look in the bag, Justin. I look don't, don't want to look in the bag. Look in the bag. I, look in the bag. I, I don't, no, no, no. Do it, Justin. Just, Look no. in the bag. Please don't make me. So anyway, inside this bag uh, that I'm reaching my hand into, I have here some sour fucking milk for you to drink. That's all spoiled. We can only know what the grab bag is if you drink this spoiled gallon of milk. I'm sorry, quarter gallon of milk. I'm not that I'm not that much of an animal. We could just end the podcast right here. Nope, it's not going to happen. I need you, you need to drink this quarter gallon of spoiled milk in order for us to get to the, to the grab you bag item this week. You know I don't like milk, and then you give me the worst form of it. What have Listen, I done? Listen, man, blame Jordy. I, I wouldn't have come here prepared with this if Jordy didn't tell me to come here with spoiled shit. I'm literally crying, and I haven't even started drinking yet. Yes, yes, my son. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Take it, put it all down. You got it. Yeah, just like that. Just like, nice, nice. What does the jug say, Justin? What does it say down there? You did great, son. You did so good. I'm proud of you. All right. Well, uh, do you want to give your haiku first or do you want me to give my haiku first? I guess I'll go. Go ahead, my guy. Well, this is a really bad thing I wrote, given the context of what just happened. But here we go. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Purple and gooey. My best friend is a monster. His name is Smiley. Oh, I mean, that's that's cute. It's kind of like it's kind of like a Barney kind of energy. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's it's like a haiku about Barney. Just, you know, a a poison, you know, uh, blob monster that will one day become the uh, mascot for everything OSHA, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. one day in the future. My haiku is slime dudes from on high after Sanji grabbed torso. They read Brooks Hentai. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I was very, I was quite happy that I got something to rhyme at least for a change. <laughs> but uh, but all right, that's 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 my haiku. We're done because it's only us. We, I, well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what else to do. So I guess uh, do do, do you want to do the, the the thingy or do you want me to do the thingy? I'll, I'll do happily the thing. do the thingy. By, by all means, please, please. Uh, thank you for listening to us tonight. If you wish to reach out to us on social media, you can do so on Instagram and Twitter at Panda Sightings. Mostly Instagram. I feel like Twitter is a dying platform, but that's just me. Uh, if you wish to email us like some of our audience members tonight, 
or you can do so at pandasightings at gmail.com. Uh, we have a lovely community discord with some lovely, lovely people that I cannot meet excuse me, not be more grateful for, you know, running into in this lifetime. So shout out to all of you people. Uh, go and join, go and join them. Um, if you wish to financially support us, we have a link to our Patreon. Uh, you can find it on all of our social media platforms, uh, probably somewhere in our Discord. I don't know if that's true. Uh, and in the episode description, on uh, whatever platform you are on. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Incredible, my guy. Yeah, thank you for listening. Um, so before we uh, close out, our so... Thank you for drinking the milk, by the way. You're a champion. Uh, you are so not welcome. Do you do you want a spoiled apple to wash it down with? You know what? I'm pretty sure I'm actually allergic to apples. So I don't know how that would go. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't actually know what? that, but the last time I ate an apple, I definitely got like a questionably itchy throat. I mean, do you, uh, do you want to test it? No, no. I'm. Are you I'm sure? Okay. No, no. I mean, I mean, th- this this could be good. I mean, this could be like you know for nothing for science you give me in right, any fucking, capacity eat the fucking apple, Justin, put, the, put, put the apple in your mouth eat the no, apple God. there you go buddy yes yes <laughs> doesn't that taste good thank you see all yeah all you had to do is say yes that's all you had to do justin all right oh wow you 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 are getting uh you are getting a little bit of hives out there yeah look at that i think you are allergic to apples well hey at least at least now you know for certain so now i know you don't ever you never have to ask or be like hey i think i'm allergic to apples isn't that right <laughs>